Welcome to It's All Journalism. My name is Michael O'Connell, and I'm in Utah, in Salt Lake City, and I'm looking at mountains. Uh, if you listen to my uh, long-form writing podcast a couple of weeks back, I talked a little about going to Salt Lake City, about how excited I was. It turned out to be such a great experience. Uh, first day here, after I uh, did some conference stuff, I actually got in a car, and I drove out, and I saw the Great Salt Lake, something I... I, I dreamt about doing when I was a kid. Uh, it was gorgeous, and uh, I came back and I went to a baseball game and I climbed a mountain to watch the sunset. So I've had a really good time being in Salt Lake City, but I also had a really great time talking to journalists. And uh, I'm going to be posting a few podcasts over the next few weeks. Uh, some of the interviews that I've I've gotten here. I've also got a bunch of names of people that I want to talk to on the podcast. Lots of different topics for us to talk about. So that's something you're going to be hearing in the next few weeks. Um, and this first podcast that I'm posting is my presentation on how to podcast. I, I did this uh, last year at AAN. Uh, I decided I want to try to do it again this year. And, and it came out really well, I thought. I really kind of wanted to solve the problem, a lot of the problems that people had brought up in the past and sort of address those and, and just put together some basic ideas about how to put to, how you can do a podcast really quick and simple. And uh, so this isn't going to be a big write-out on this podcast. Uh, it's just going to be the audio. And uh, I put the documents on uh, from my presentation on our website. So uh, there's a shopping list on there if you want to look at some recommendations for some hardware to use and software to use. Uh, there's a few other links in there that might be helpful if you're thinking about doing a podcast. But, uh, you know, if you've got any questions about doing that, if you, if you always feel free to contact us, follow us on Twitter, um, you know, drop us a note, let us know what you're working on. If you're thinking of doing a podcast or if you've launched a podcast, please let us know. But uh, I'm going to look at some mountains for a little while longer uh, before I head out to the airport and head back home. Enjoy. get started here. Um, despite the fact we don't have snacks, I don't have any beer. I appreciate that you're here. My name is Michael O'Connell. I do the It's All Journalism podcast. You are currently being recorded because this is going to become a part, become a podcast because everything is about generating content when you have a podcast. So uh, this is advertised as a, a down and dirty guide to pod, podcasting because when I have spoken to people who want to know about podcasting, they tend to have like a handful of things they really kind of want to know. So this is kind of what I want to do. So first of all, this is our website. Uh, we post new content every Thursday or Friday. Uh, it's a long-form interview uh, with people in, in the journalism industry. I appreciate it if you, you come and check us out. We, we have a lot of in interesting conversations that should be interesting to people in this, uh, this particular group. Um, we're at itsalljournalism.com, and you can follow us on at alljournalism on Twitter. We're also on Facebook. And does anybody know what this is? This is Alt Press Room. Do you know what this is? This is how you start a band. You learn three chords and you start a band. This is from Sidebird's fanzine in 1976. It was, you know, this, this is what has inspired me to try to make this as easy and simple so that when you leave this room that you're going to go out and be able to do a podcast. So rather than three chords, five easy steps to podcasting. Record, edit, post, promote, and repeat. All you need to, to know 
to, to get audio or video, I'm not talking about video, but you can do video, online and, and be a podcaster because that's where the money is in journalism. Um, that's a lie I've been told <laughs> and that I've been living my life on in the last couple of years. So record. The number one question that people always ask is, well, how do I do this technical stuff? Um, at the end of this, uh, this PDF, uh, I'm going to have a shopping list for you of uh, programs and hardware that you might want to go check out. Uh, this PDF is currently on our website. Uh, that's going to accompany the audio that I'm recording today. So if you see something, if there's some things you want to pick up or, or you know, get an idea of what type of programs you need to use, you can go there and check it out. So hardware, computer. Actually, the first thing you need to start with is a, is a website. I realized after I'd done this that I didn't include a website. Assuming you have a website, you need a computer, a portable digital recorder, which I have one over there that's a, um, that's a H, HN4 Zoom. Uh, this is an older model Zoom. Uh, this, uh, this is a pretty good one. It does uh, two channels, um, stereo channels. It's not too bad for recording. It's the first one that I had. I, did, I never used this for podcasting, but I did use it for, video, for audio interviews. Uh, I'm using my uh, H4N Zoom on the floor over there to uh, record this or over in a chair. It's a really good recorder to have. Um, you can get that for under $200. Actually, you can get them for around $120 if you're looking in the right places on Amazon um, and a couple other places I have listed on here. Um, you don't need a, um, a, a digital recorder to do um, a podcast. You can record on your, on your laptop with some of the programs I have here. You can also record on your iPhone or your smartphone. We'll talk a little bit about that. Microphones. You should have microphones. Okay? You don't just rely. This thing that I just showed you, this has a microphone on the end of it. If you put it between two people, theoretically you can create, you know, a podcast. You're going to have good enough sound quality. Trust me, you're going to want to have a microphone. And the microphones don't have to, don't have to break your back either. These the cheap-ass microphones I have here, about $30. Um, and I got those online. You can get them on Amazon. Super, super simple. Software, Adobe Audition is a free audio editing program. You can download that online. Um, I have the, I have a link for this document, so you can pull that off of our website. Audacity. Uh, I work at Federal News Radio as a web editor. Uh, they use a, an audio, a professional Audacity suite, um, so it's very expensive. But if you have access to it, it's really it's really good. It's something I've used. GarageBand. GarageBand bes besides helping people become musicians. It also uh, was set up to be sort of the podcasting platform. And you can record and edit uh, on, on GarageBand. Uh, I've done a little of that. It, it's good for, for what it puts there, but, you know, if that's all you have, great. Uh, Vodio app. Now, this is an app that you can get for your iPhone. It allows you to do multi-track editing uh, just on your phone or your iPad. Uh, so you don't even need a computer. You can, you can do a podcast on your phone if you wanted to. Uh, I will say this, if you're going to do podcasting on a phone, get a microphone, because the microphone on your, your cell phone, while pretty good, is not really good enough for, for a podcast. So where do we go from here? So you, you set up an interview, you, you get this, this material, you record, then you need to edit. Uh, this is an example of Audacity. It's, it's pretty much down and dirty. Uh, like I said, when you when you download it and you upload it, lo upload audio into it, you just, you know you take out the uhs and the spaces and everything. You can put in multiple tracks. 
there are a ton of t tutorials that you can follow on YouTube. Uh, it looks daunting, but trust me, it is super easy. And you actually, if you just want to record a 10-minute piece of audio and just post it as is, that's pretty much all you need to do. You don't. But the nice thing about Audacity is, if if you're not, for whatever reason, if you don't record into an MP3 format, it, you can export it as an MP3 file, and that allows you to, to to load it up into the different types of services you. Okay, you've recorded, you edited. That's the first two steps. Post. Okay, where the hell do I put this audio? Um, there are there are a bunch of services out there that make it easy for you to put audio on, on the web. The first one is SoundCloud. And I'm going to show you how to, how to load a podcast up onto SoundCloud just because it's the, the easiest and quickest way for you to get your content on the web. Uh, Stitcher, Audioboom, similar sort, of, so, similar sort of platforms. iTunes, I'll talk more about iTunes later, but I think you're all probably familiar with being able to get audio content off of iTunes. Um, Blueberry and Podbean, these are podcasting-specific platforms. Uh, for my podcast, uh, we, use, we use Blueberry... Um, I'm not 100% sure why I, after three years I'm still using it, but it, it does provide some really nice analytics, um, which are really kind of important when you start thinking about promotion and sharing your, your, your podcast around. Pod, Podbean is something that uh, some friends of mine use. I haven't really looked into it, but I just want you to let you know that there are other types of platforms out there. So, post, okay. Let's, let's see what it looks like to post in SoundCloud. This is a SoundCloud uh, page for It's All Journalism. We've got like 155 episodes up here. This is what's going to look like if you've got uh, audio on, on the web. If you look at the top, uh, up where our name is, there's a, um, there's a little link that says Upload. You click that. comes up to this page. It says there's a, there's a little friendly orange box here that says Upload File. You click that. You find your file. You're uploading, video, or uploading audio. You're in business. So then it takes you to this page. And this is pretty much you designing how you want that to look on the web. There's a box there for a photo. There's a headline. You tag it. Um, you put in some text, sort of describe what the audio is. At the top, you see there's a bar that's showing where the, uh, how, the how the progress of the audio as it's, as it's being uploaded. So once you finish that, get all that information there, you, you go here. And then this is what your page is going to look like. Um, it's... You don't see my pic our picture there because we use, reuse the same photo. If I wanted to put somebody's headshot or something else, I could just, it, it, it would have shown up. But because th this is a, what we always use, it, it, it doesn't display in this, this window. So I go here, and that's what it's going to look like. That's your post page. The audio is in a player at the top. Um, you've got links. There's ability for people to, to share. Um, you can track all old episodes. And uh, you can track the number of people who are listening to what you're, what you're doing. Uh, okay, so I mentioned iTunes. To get your content on iTunes, you need an RSS feed. SoundCloud is one of the, one of the easiest ways for you to generate an RSS feed if, you, if you're not particularly super technical. Um, if you just go to settings and contents on your SoundCloud page, it'll come, it'll come there, and there's a little box there that, that shows your RSS feed. You copy that, you send it to iTunes, they approve it, and then a few days later, you check on iTunes, your, your uh, podcast will be showing up there. So what we've done so far is we've recorded, we've edited, we've posted to SoundCloud, we've taken an RSS feed from 
uh, SoundCloud, sent it to iTunes, and now we have a podcast on iTunes. We're there. Okay? So now you're a podcaster. Does that, that takes a few days? iTunes does not always work quickly. I would say two or three days you will have a podcast, provided everything that, that goes through. Uh, iTunes, iTunes has a really great FAQ for podcasters. I mean, that's the first thing you should do when you, when you want to do this. You go to that page, and they, they'll just go through the steps. And, and they'll talk a lot about the RSS feed. And once you have an RSS feed, you send it to them, and then they'll, they'll check it within a few minutes as to whether it is actually functioning. That's been my experience. Um, you're shaking your head. I just have to. <laughs> and so the other thing you can do is how do I get this on my website? You know, my audio is on SoundCloud. I want to have it on my website. There's an embed function on uh, SoundCloud that allows you to share it. You can share it out in a tweet or in Facebook, but you can also copy an embed code, which you can paste onto your website. And then that creates a player on your website. So... You know, you create you create it on the platform on SoundCloud, but you can feature it on on your page or pretty much anywhere else. Um, you can you can set up your um, podcast on a Facebook page if you want, and have a have a player in there as well. The share on that creates a player on the Facebook page. So it, it's different ways to do for doing the simple thing of getting your audio online and, and creating it. So I just want you to understand, this is super easy. Okay. You could all go home, and in a week you could have a podcast. It's that easy. Promote. The next thing you need to do once you get audio content online is you got you got to get the word out there. You got to you got to send it to, to all your friends. You get them to follow you, to download the audience, to share it out. Do it on Twitter, Facebook, on your website. Send out newsletters. Send out emails. Do ads if you feel that you, that's something you need to do. If you if you happen to work for a newspaper or something that has like email marketing of some sort, maybe you can uh, promote your link there. If you have a website where there's a way that you can feature it in an ad on your website, you can do that there. So, repeat. One podcast is a piece of audio on the web. For, for to, to have a true podcast, it requires multiple episodes on a, on a regular schedule. This is a bit elitist on my part, I admit. Um, and you can have... Uh, podcasts that have very limited runs. Um, uh, who's heard of Serial? Just about every hand in, in this in this room. Serial. If you had listened to Serial, you realized it was twelve episodes long. They knew from the beginning to the end how long it was going to run. They may not have known exactly how it was going to end, but they that's how they sent sent it and that or set it up. And that's part of what was kind of intrig intriguing about it. We're going to examine one story over over a, a set period of time, but very deeply. And that's something that maybe alternative newspapers can't, could do, you know, if, you know, about elections, about, about crime, about race, lots of things in your city. You could, you, you could think about, you know, do, rather than just doing a series, but doing a, a podcast within that series where you interview people, where you talk, where we produce audio content that, that touch on these different issues. That's a way to do that. Okay. Podcasting is easy, and this is the big but in this whole conversation. I want to make sure I make this clear. Producing content is hard, okay? Everybody that I talk to who wants to do a podcast, the first thing they ask me about is the technical side of it. But I've just shown you that the technical side is easy. Where you really need to be putting your effort in is in determining what your podcast is about, who is your audience, 
what is the format that it's going to be? Is it going to be interviews? Are you, are you going to be producing pieces? I mean, are you, are you going to do videos for YouTube? I mean, these are all the questions you really should be focusing on because that's what's going to really spell the success at the end. Audio is important. You should, you should take the time to learn how to produce audio that sounds solid, that people are going to sit through and be willing to listen to. But you need to think about creating content that, that will engage people. Okay? And that's hard. Okay? But we're creative people, and we can do that. We can do hard things like this. So what, what makes your podcast unique and interesting? Well, let me talk about my podcast. It's all journalism. You know, I was intrigued by these conversations that I was having in graduate school about the, what was going on in our industry. I, we would have um, people who were experts, uh, working journalists, come in and talk about these, these real problems that they were dealing with in their, their newsrooms. I found this fascinating. I, le I left the class every Saturday with just my head spinning with, with, with these new ideas. And I wanted that stuff to sort of continue because I saw that there was value in that type of conversation, and I did not see it anywhere else in podcasting. So that's one of the reasons why we and my colleagues launched the, the podcast. So that's what you've got to do. You've got to find something that intrigues and excites you and that you can convey that excitement to other people. So tip, tips. Figure out who your audience is. Who are you talking to? Deliver content where your audience is. If, if, if nobody's listening to audio, if your audience doesn't listen to audio, maybe you shouldn't be doing an audio podcast. Maybe you should be doing something else. Um, but be realistic also about your time commitment. This can take a lot of time. I mean, don't, you know, don't post a piece of audio and say, I'm going to be doing, you know, posting a 90-minute audio piece of audio every Friday. That's, that's a lot to do, and, and it takes a lot. And, and the things that, you know, again, I showed you something. The, the, the physical part, parts of putting audio online are fairly simple. What's really hard is if, you're, if you set up a podcast like ours where you're interviewing people, you know, who are you going to talk to? You've got to find people. You've got to do research. You've got you to contact them. You've got to work around their schedule because they're very busy people. And if you've got a job, you've got sort of constraints on, on your job and your life. So, I mean, figure out what you realistically can do. Maybe it's a 15-minute podcast. Maybe it's, you know, maybe you want to do something a little that's not necessarily going to break your back. But you know, set some realistic goals for yourself. So, you know, not not enough. You know, not enough so that they become barriers. Because what I want you to come out of here is feel feel empowered to go out. And maybe this is something you want to do. But don't just set up barriers that are going to prevent you from doing that. You know, find you know find interesting guests. Once you start finding interesting guests, they will lead you to other people. So that that's something that you, you just got to keep that dialogue going with people that you've interviewed. And, you know, hey, I, I want to work on this topic. Do you know somebody who knows about this? And they'll lead you to these new inter interviews and interesting people. Um, be interesting yourself. And this is something that um, I kind of struggled with because in my normal communications, I'm very low-key. Um, and I never really thought about it and started listening to myself. And I was like, wow, I drone a lot. I, so I needed to bring my energy level up so that I was inter an interesting person to listen to. So it's something you might not think about if you're just a journalist, you're not used to dealing with audio, but part of it is performance. Part of it is the fact you, you want to do something interesting and intriguing, but you want to entertain people too. You, you don't want to bore them. So you know, keep what you're doing up and, and interesting, and, and you know, that's going to that's gonna draw more stuff out of the people you're talking to. So when you get a, get a guest, you know, think about doing things like pre-interviewing them, 
or sending them questions ahead of time. You know, I've been a journalist for 30 years. It wasn't until I worked at a radio station where I, where I ran into a place where they said, oh, yeah, we always send the questions ahead of time. And it never occurred to me as wise. Well, if you're doing live interviews, you, you know, nine times out of ten, you're really not looking to do a gotcha sort of moment. You want to have the person who's prepared and for that ten-minute talking segment isn't going to be futzing around trying to figure out what they want to say. So you want to give them some heads up. Now, the conversation may go wherever. We send out questions with all of our podcasts. Do we stick to them? 90% no. We start, may ask the first couple of questions, but then the conversation goes with the, where the conversation goes. The other important thing is to listen. If you're, if you're a journalist, if you know how to interview, you know that that's a hugely important skill. You can't just stand there and just ask one question after the other without responding to what that person is saying. You're trying to create a conversation, and conversations go where conversations go. You can, you can direct them a little bit, but you may get to the end of the uh, of recording and realize you didn't ask a bunch of questions. But hopefully that means that the conversation you had was much more interesting than what you thought it might be. And then one of the things about our podcast is, uh, you know, we don't have any way to make money. We didn't, we didn't set up a monetization plan. We don't have ads. Um, we may do that at some point. We may become a nonprofit. We might look for grant money. We, we, may, we may do that. These are discussions that, that the other producers and I ha have been having a, a lot about lately. But think about the expense of what you're doing. I mean, you're already putting in a, an investment for um, hardware. Uh, it, it costs money to put, to put your uh, content up on SoundCloud. They've got a free level, but you can fill that up pretty quickly. So if you want to put in four episodes a month, you know, once a week, uh, you're going to need to pay them, you know, 15 bucks a month or less. It's not, it's, not, it's not a whole lot. I mean, if you're posting just one you know, hour-long podcast a month, then you'd probably be okay. But like I said, our problem was that we were posting podcasts for 30, 45 minutes, four times a week, and by week three, we were filled up. They wouldn't let, allow us to update it unless we upgraded. Now, granted, if you go into the services, there are the other things you get. to get more analytics you, and other things. But, you know, th these are the th types of things you got to figure out before you get started, that you realize that there's going to be a monetary investment into it. Um, and then, you know, if, if, you do, if you are planning to do this, think about those things ahead of time. If, if there's one thing that, that I would criticize in the way that we sort of started our podcast. We wanted to podcast. We wanted to put stuff up online, and we did that. But we didn't really think about um, the monetization model, maybe setting some sort of goals for our audience, and then also promotion. And we didn't really think about how we should promote it beyond just sending out tweets. So come up with a monetization plan. Come up with a promotion plan. I think those are really kind of important. If, you, if you're a journalist, you don't know about business, find somebody who maybe you can ask a few questions. You know, if you had a product, what would you think would be the best way to sell it? And, and part of this, this goes back to the, to the tip before, you know, finding out where your audience is. You know, find out what's going to appeal to them. You know, get, put your podcast in a place that they're going to see it that's in a subject that they're going to be interested in. So, you know, these are all the types of tips. Um, so website, I, I, I put this in late. Uh, ours is a WordPress website. Uh, is, they're really easy to set up. There are other uh, places that that'll um, that you can build a website at if you don't if you're not going to be adding this to like a, a newspaper's uh, website or something. Hardware shopping list. Um, I've got these here for digital recorder, microphone, iPhone, iPad, microphones. Just different ones that I've used that I, I thought 
were really good. But you can check online that there, there are lots of people who, do, who will recommend them. Uh, there's a, a bhphotovideo.com. Uh, it's a great place to get photo and uh, audio and video equipment. Uh, they have a, a huge selection of, uh, of microphones and recorders and stuff there. And if, and if something looks a little expensive there, check and see if they have it on Amazon or, or even on eBay. Um, another place to go that you might not think about is like Guitar Center. If you need like cables and stuff, you know, think about it. They've, they've been dealing with mic thrones for, forever. They've, they've got all the types of mics. Now, granted, you could spend thousands of dollars on microphones. Don't spend thousands of dollars on mic. Get a good solid microphone. Get a good. Figure out a good way to, to record your audio, and, and you'll be you'll be great. Uh, software shopping, um, Audacity, uh, Audition. I mentioned GarageBand. GarageBand pretty much comes, I think, with every Mac these days. I don't even know if it still comes with Mac, but that's where you can get it. I've used. I haven't used Sound Studio or Fission, but I've talked to people who have said that it's pretty good. Pro Tools, yeah. I should, probably should have put, put that on. I'll, I'll add that on there. I, I've, I have edited audio on Final Cut, and you can do it, but that's super expensive. But if you have access to it at your office, you can do it. So, I mean, there are different ways to do it. Um, and um, now, the mobile audio is, is another thing. Uh, Neil Augenstein is a, uh, a reporter at WTOP in Washington, D.C. WTOP is our sister station. And he's been a um, he's been sort of a, a pioneer in uh, doing um, mobile audio recording reporting for um, uh, for radio. So all of the radio pieces he produces he produces on his iPhone. He he, he records, he edits, and then he then he uploads uh, to send to the website. Yeah. What's his name? Again? Neil Augenstein. I'll, I'll make sure that the links on on this when I when I when I update it. A U G E N. S T E I N, and N E A L. If you if you just Google Neil and uh, audio editing, you'll find him. He's got a whole. Uh, he he goes out and he speaks about this at conferences, and he also uh, we've had him a, a guest a couple of times on the podcast talking about hardware and, th and things. But I just spoke to him uh, uh, last week when I was I told him I was putting this together and I was I wanted to follow up about Vodio, and uh, what he said is. Uh, the, the company that put it out isn't producing it or isn't supporting it anymore. So you can download the app, but that may mean in a year or so it might not work as, as your, your uh, system is updated. So he, he said a good backup one would, if, if, if his Vodio, if Vodio went away from him, he would use Hakuse. Sorry, I didn't say that correctly, but it's on there. And they also member, mentioned Hindenburg and Twisted Wave. As, as other ones. So that's my final page. I'd be happy to answer any questions about podcasting you might have. Yes? Do you know any Albigleys that do have a podcast? No, I do not. Well, then why don't you? We have a weekly one. You do? What, what do you do on that? What's it called? Um, it's the Arkansas Times podcast. We did just like, what do you do? Uh, it's about a 20-25 minute uh, news and politics, state level news and politics. Like a conversation? or do just, you just... just a conversation. Yeah, you could, and I've heard people, and not necessarily at all weeklies, but other places doing, they'll do, they'll get two two reporters who are like their political reporters or whatever, and they'll go over the week's stories, or they'll have guests on and things like that. But you know, expand your mind a little bit. Think about different different things to talk about that maybe your 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 audience would be. Think about video or think about audio and the way people listen to it and how now these days. Yes, sir. Um, 
curious if you know anything about uh, the copyright with like music and, and music as far as Yeah, this is this is like like the second time I've really done this, and I probably should have figured out this answer before I got in here. Um, iTunes, I think, in their FAQ has a, has a little bit of guidelines as to what that is. I know that there are people who use, you can use some music. I, I don't think you can use the whole thing. Uh, a friend of mine, um, Joe Carabello, who, who does the Carolyn and Joe show uh, podcast, uh, he creates a, an audio bed. He just strings together like uh, 50 minutes of um, songs that they play in the background when they record their podcast. And they use that to set sort of the atmosphere, but also it, um, he, he puts in audio cues within it so that, that it tells them at what point they are. So like the last five minutes, the, the, the sound will go up just a little bit, and then they'll know to wrap up and everything. So that's how they use it sort of physically. But um, you know, I, I asked him this, this question about the copyright, and he was like, well, it, it's basically, I mean, if you're talking all over it, it, what they're trying to do is prevent people from just like taking a piece of audio and copying it and, and not selling it if you're just talking over it. But I, 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 I wouldn't necessarily say that is 100% true. Does that show that you were just talking about they have ads or sponsors? No. And that, that may, may, may very well make the difference. But um, iTunes has some very strict rules about copyrighted material. And so if you think that's going to be something that's going to be part of your podcast, that's something you should check out to see what that is. But it's pretty straightforward as to what they they'll will allow and what they won't allow. Now, you know, uh, I belong also to the DC Podfesters. Podfesters, the DC Podcasters. Yeah, I have a podcast and I screw things up. Uh, uh, the DC Podcaster Group, which um, th- there are a couple of people who do do music and arts, and some of them they will bring bands in. They'll interview them, and then the bands will play. Well, you know, it's live music. I, I don't think there's a whole, there's a whole lot you have to worry about with that. Um, provided it's their own music, um, and, and they, they're, they're using it, they're seeing that as promotion. Uh, I should also mention that uh, the the podcaster group is going to be. We're on Facebook. You can always you can find us. It's a DC podcasters or a DC area podcasting group. Um, in a, the first weekend in November, we're going to be putting on the uh, first ever uh, DC Podfest uh, in Washington DC. Uh, we're going to have podcasters from around the region come in. Uh, do presentations, record podcasts. Uh, we've got a few, uh, you know, tutorials and, on, and to sort of what we're doing here today, but some of them more technical than, than what I'm providing you. So this my little thing. Yes? What podcast do you listen to? What podcast do I listen to? I listen, uh, the ones that I, when I started, I listened to Kevin Smith a lot, but then I kind of got over that. And then I, I listened to Nerdist and um, Marin. Uh, I like D- Dan Carlin's um, History history show, which is four hours long, which he, but it only comes out every three months. Uh, it's a fascinating thing. But I listen to lots of different ones. But but Marin's, I mean, Marin's kind of the the gold standard as far as interviews go. Um, but you know that that it brings up an interesting point. You know, a lot of people when they come in, you know, they they'll want to do something like that. They'll bring a guest in and they'll talk for an hour. And they'll you got to remember, you know, Marin's a comedian. He knows how to communicate. He brings in celebrities who know how to communicate. So the pe- the guests that you bring in may not be great communicators. So the only thing that you can tr- you can control in that situation is yourself. So that's why you need to bring your level up so you can make them shine. And, and that's you know the sort of this dance you do. And so you know maybe an hour long interview is not the best thing for you. Maybe it's a, a, you know something that's broken up in segments. You do multiple interviews or you 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 
play music or you do other different things in it. But, you know, just try to think it up. You know, podcasting is not just one thing. I mean, there are a bunch of different podcasts that have sort of ridden to, risen to the top that, that are kind of similar. But you, you can, just as there are all different types of media outlets, there are all, there's all types of content that you can create. And it shouldn't necessarily, I mean, certainly when you start out, you're going to sound like other people. You're going to sound like other podcasts. But, you know, try to think about what's going to make you different and, and, and you know, again, intrigue people. That's sort of what you'd be, you'd be doing. Yes? There's an ideal for podcasts attention span attention span is an interesting thing that's something that we sort of back and forth played with when uh, the other producer uh, with our podcast originally we, we started out doing 45 minute to hour interviews and she was a she was a radio person and she was just like this is ridiculous we can't keep talking this long and I kept saying well there are all these other podcasts that talk this long um, now we're kind of like at 35 minutes to 45 minutes and that seems to work well for us um and by and large, up to this point, it's been we turn the microphone on, we turn it off, we make a few edits if there were like breaks or somebody screws up something they said, like me. And then, but it's pretty much whatever that conversation was, was what it was. But the thing is, what, what, I've, what I've learned over a period of time is that people don't really start getting to the good stuff till about 10 minutes in because they're nervous, you know, no matter how much you've talked to them. You know, they're going to, ahead of time, they're, they're, they're not sure what they want to say. They may not feel comfortable opening up. But about 10 or 15 minutes is usually when they start really getting into it. So what I, what I tend to do is I'll turn on the mics uh, for, you know, once we get in there to test the levels. And I'll sort of talk for a little bit to get them warmed up. And then I'll do the introduction and, and I'll get going. Um, I've also thought about, but I haven't, I've been too scared to try this, is to actually start the podcast 15 minutes in. And, and just you know, tat, put a put an intro at the beginning. And says you know we were just talking about X, and, and just go from there. He says why not start with the meat? The other thing that I, I've tried to do, I haven't answered your question, but I'm gonna in a second. The other thing I've tried to do recently is I I, I, I pull a snippet of interesting audio and put it at the front before our, before our opening music, as a, sort of a way to give people an idea of what we're talking about, give them a little taste. I think that helps a lot. Um, it, it's especially you know, it's, people aren't going to give you a whole lot of time you know for futzing around you, you need to give them some reason right up front that why this is an interesting conversation and that may be an in, that may be an intro where you say this guy says something really really crazy one of the best podcasts that we ever did and i still haven't answered your question but i'm going to in a second the best podcast i ever did was um with ben lowey is a, a conflict photographer in you know he's been a, he's been in afghanistan and in in iraq uh he he was in ferguson you know, it did all this really, this incredible photography. And I ended up interviewing him. He was like, he had dropped his kid off um, at their school, and he was sitting in his car on a cell phone. Shouldn't interview people on cell phones, but this was a big interview, so I let him do this. And he just sort of opened up. And it was just this most incredible, you know, he talked about, you know, looking through his camera and talking about how, how, how you know, blood is the, the reddest color you have ever seen. And when you see the the life going out, you know he's just talking just about all these things that he witnessed through his his camera lens, and then he talked about how that affected him about his PTSD, and, and just opened up. You know he's sitting in his car talking to me about this stuff, and, and as an interviewer, uh, you know it was like okay, I'm just going to shut up. 
I'm, I'm going to step back and let this man talk. When it comes to a point where I think I should ask him a question, I'll try to ask him a question. But what he had to say was really powerful. So then I get that audio done, and I was like, well, what, you know, how am I going to present this? I need, people need to understand. <laughs> this is pretty amazing. And so I came in, and I recorded a, 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 an intro, and I said, this is a pretty amazing conversation. You know, I don't want to oversell this, but this is a pretty amazing conversation. And I just let it happen. It was hugely popular, really, I mean, fascinating. That's one of the great things about this. Conversation opens up. People will stay with you as long as you're interested. Um, you know, that being said, I don't think there, there's been enough exploration in short, shorter podcasts, things that are under 15 minutes on a particular subject. Yes? You mentioned not wanting to do an interview over the phone. Can you talk more about that? Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's probably that's 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 class number two of this. Quite often, especially if you're going to be you're doing interesting, you, you want to do um, interviews. You, you, a lot of people you're going to talk to, you don't live near, so that that becomes a problem. I work at a radio station. Get a job at a radio station, then you'll be able to use their ISDN line, and everything will be solved. Um, but that's pretty hard to do. So rather than do that, um, there are a number of options that you might have. Um, one of which is um, Skype. Uh, you can also do a, a Hangout in um, Google+, Plus, something that you can record. Uh, and then uh, in Google+, Plus you can record it and then download it from, as, a, as a sound file from uh, YouTube, uh, from your Google+, Plus page, whatever. And you can set sort of the parameters as to make sure that's a private conversation. And that's pretty good. I've had sort of mixed results with, with Skype. The one time we did... Um, Google Plus, there were a couple of problems, but I think we solved those, and that's probably what we're going to do more on. We did a um, we did a, a, a roundtable discussion where we had four different people on uh, in a Google Plus Hangout, and uh, the audio from that came out pretty good. And I also somebody recently told me, a fellow podcaster, that uh, they use um, like a conferencing system, and he said he gets pretty good sound. From, from doing that. The other thing to do to think about is, especially if you're, if you're going to be using your iPhone it is, and, and the person you're talking to happens to be on a cell phone because at one of the meetings, uh, one of the presentations uh, this morning I think they said that, that more, fewer and fewer people have landlines. If you can get them on a landline, that, that's better than not having it on a landline. Most people have cell phones these days. Um, have them record that audio on their cell phone and then send you their, their half of the audio. And then when you get into Audacity or one of, your, one of your audio editing programs, you put your track up on top, top your tra his track on the, on the bottom, and you, you line them up. It's a little hard, but it's, but it's doable. And, and that, that gives you a pretty good uh, sound quality because what it will do is it help boost the sound you're getting from him. Yeah, I would I'd recommend trying to, you know, in the beginning start out as easy as you can to can control the environment as much as you can and then start experimenting with some of these other things. Um, any other questions? Yes, sir. Yeah, you mentioned that you uh, will take a chunk from the middle of the interview and put it up front. Yeah. Tells the, the listeners I'm just wondering how much did your format changed or responded to what you found in analytics? I mean, you learned that they respond better to certain formats. Yes. The, Yes, I have. We have made some changes in analytics, and I have seen some changes in 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 listening, um, in, in more less in listening and more in downloads. I think SoundCloud. One of the nice things about it is that it will give you um, how long somebody will listen to some, and, and Stitcher also does that. Um, the, yeah, and uh, we just had a guest on from NPR uh, who 
who was in talking about the NPR One app, and uh, one of the things they talked about is they have a like a there's a metric that they have where where the majority of people who come to to the app to listen to audio click in and click out like under a minute, and that's just that's just the nature of of audio. I don't, oh I see what this is. I don't want to listen to it now, and then they go away. So the challenge for that for for their app was they had to come up with a way to for people to store an interview for later, and then once they once they solved that problem, they could see some traction on the other end of it. Um, you know, you you got to constantly look at what you're doing and, and adjust um, for what makes good content for people to listen to. And you, you know, our podcast has evolved over time. Um, it's shortened. Uh, we sort of tightened the focus. And it's not even just in the editing of it, but it's more in the in the actual production of it. We 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 think more about the types of questions we want to ask, the types of guests that we want to have, the types of conversations we want to have, and, and target more the you know come up with a one top. You know, we want to we want to bring this one person in. We we want to bring them in because they're interesting because of this. We need to expose our, our readers to why we found this person interesting, and then we have to come come in with the one topic we want them to talk about specifically. And so even though the conversation may flow. You know, it's it's more a matter of c- controlling that. It's it's you know it's 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 they're very controlled conversations. That's what you have to understand. It's they're not necessarily natural conversations. You're, you're you're and this is not to say that you're trying to put words in people's mouth, but you you want them to talk about um, the subjects. Um, I work for a radio station. I'm a web journalist. Um, I've been exposed to a lot of interesting thoughts about audio that I never really had until I talked to radio people. Um, uh, one of our producers used to work for NPR, and she would talk about when she would do interviews, somebody would say something, they'd sort of, they'd sort of fumble over the words, and they'd say, okay, can you say that again, but, but not saying that. So you're basically, now, as journalists, I don't think we would do that, uh, because you know, whatever the person said, you know, we, we kind of, that's what, what they said. But radio, the medium, is very much about the sound of it. And the message you're getting across. So, we don't do that <laughs> in our podcast. But you know, some people will. That they'll say, you know, I, I know some of the NPR podcasts will do that, that they, because that's their approach to how they they assemble their interviews. That they want somebody to say something in the best way possible, and that may mean asking them to say it again or again to get to get it to sound exactly right. Yeah. Do you draw a line? I, I'm really all about audio on the web, and that's a bit of a cop-out of an answer. Um, uh, for me, it's all audio on the web. Uh, I work at Federal News Radio, which is a really odd thing because it's actually most of our, our, our audience comes from our website. But we produce audio content that, not, that doesn't have a lot of followers in the D.C. area. Um, so we're creating all this audio content, but most of the people are getting our news from our website. So what role then does audio play on the web? We're constantly asking ourselves that. Um, and, and some of the things we've talked about are podcasts. I mean, what differentiates uh, a 10-minute segment, a radio interview, that you put an intro and an outro on and then post it on the web? What makes that different than a podcast? I, I think there are some things that, that, that are different. I think there's some inherent differences between radio and, and, and web, but I think they're very similar in, in, in many ways. 
So, like I said, it's a bit of a cop-out. Any other questions? Well, come check out our website, uh, itsalljournalism.com. I'll update this with Neil Augenstein's list, name, and uh, the, the other stuff that you guys mentioned. And uh, I'm going to be putting this audio up online in the next few days. And um, I hope you to see some podcasts. If you end up do, doing a podcast, please let me know. I'd love to hear about it. Uh, I'm a huge fan of podcasting and a champion for this, this medium. So thank you very much for coming. You've been listening to It's All Journalism, a weekly podcast about the changing state of digital news. Find out more about us and download past episodes at itsalljournalism.com. You can also download episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter at All Journalism. It's All Journalism is produced in partnership with the Association of Alternative News Media. Thanks for listening.